Hey, you're listening to the podcast for Mid-City Vineyard Church. Mid-City Vineyard is a community of faith located in the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana on Canal Street. My name's Brian. My wife, Christy, and I pastor Mid-City Vineyard, and we're glad you were able to check out this podcast. If you want to learn more about us, check us out on Facebook, Mid-City Vineyard Church, on Instagram, at Mid-City Vineyard, or on the web, midcityvineyard.org. For this uh, last weekend of the year 2016, we did something a little different. We entitled this Prayer and Reflection 2016, and we're going to spend a good deal of time reflecting on our own lives and kind of how God has shaped us and formed us over this year. This is a little bit different of a podcast. Uh, There's going to be lots of reflective moments. There's going to be songs uh, mixed in and out, and there will be some silence So if you're listening to this podcast, you normally are out running or something like that. That could work, but I just want to encourage you uh, to take this one a little bit slower and participate maybe in some of the silence and some of the exercises. Thanks for checking us out. Hope you have a good one. So tonight we'll just, we'll we'll move through this uh, a little bit differently than normal. And uh, I have a few words and then again, we'll... We'll pray a prayer together, we will reflect together, we will sing together, and then we'll do, do that all over again. Uh, so here's, here's kind of how it works uh, for, for Christians and for the Christian calendar. We spent the last five weeks in Advent, and during that time of Advent, you know, we, we use that as a time of reflection, and, and it, Advent is a time of waiting, and waiting in anticipation, and and what are we waiting for in the time of Advent? We're waiting as Christians for, for uh, the coming of Christ. And the, the original coming of the Messiah, again, was, was the Jews who were waiting, anticipating uh, deliverance from their enemies. And, and that happened in the person of Jesus, God in the flesh. Jesus, the anointed one, the Messiah who came but it turns out that it was so different than what the, the Jewish people were expecting and what they were, 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 were what they thought they were waiting for. But with Jesus came hope, with Jesus came peace, with Jesus came uh, joy, with Jesus came love, with Jesus came new life. And those are the things that we waited for and what we anticipate during Advent. And then we celebrate that at Christmas. Now here's, here's the thing in, in, in the world that we live in as Christians, that is the beginning of the church calendar. That is the beginning of the new year. You see, that's why the church calendar runs slightly different because that's, that's where we, we, we anticipate what's happening and then Jesus, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the fact that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus has come, that Jesus is restoring the world, and you move from Advent throughout for the rest of the year through the church calendar. That's what the church calendar looks like. And yet, (laughs) here we are one week after Christmas, and now the whole world, uh, as we know it, reverts back to, oh, now the year is over, now we're about to kick off a new thing, when really for Christians, the new thing was kicked off last week. Do do you see how that works? But but in the spirit of uh, what what everyone else is doing tonight, I thought that, okay, we'll play. We'll play the game, and we will launch into this end of 2016, looking to 2017. But my hope and prayer is that as we continue to, to, to grow and, and mature as Christians, as we continue to move along in our lives, that we get to a point where, where we're actually realizing, oh, last week, that was, that's, where, that's the new thing. That's what's happening. That's what God's doing, and, and we can just flow right into that. 
But uh, maybe we're not there yet. I, I don't think that I'm, I'm really there yet because I, I still, I, I get caught up in the, in the Facebook post of how awful 2016 has been. Um, it's kind of it's kind of depressing actually um, and how excited so many people are to see 2016 leave and and all these things okay let's let's do it for a minute because if we take a moment to reflect I, I think that there is something very valuable about um, which I again I think we did it last week and the week weeks leading up but I think there's a lot to be said for the actual calendar year of 2016 and so let's do that tonight Let's reflect upon your calendar year as an individual, as a person, 2016. What did it look like? Because I think that the year contained lots of different things for, for lots of different people. So for some, it contained uh, great loss. I mean, really, the truth is, for some, in 2016, there was great loss. There was perhaps loss of a loved one or two or three. Uh, for some, there was loss, uh, loss of a relationship. Uh, for some in 2016, there was loss of a job. For some, there was loss of a court battle. Uh, for some, maybe there was loss of that bonus check that you were greatly anticipating. Maybe there was a lost opportunity in 2016. It could be any number of things. But the, the fact of the matter is, for some, 2016 was worse than it was for others. Uh, for some, 2016 might have been a year of major change. Let's think about that for a moment. And we're going to come back to each of these because I want you to really reflect upon it. But So for some, it, it, it could have been a year of major change. Maybe it was a new school. Maybe it was a new city. Maybe a new job. Maybe a new home. Maybe a new team. Maybe a new routine. Um, and th that's just our family. Um, <laughs> so what changed for you in 2016? Uh, maybe it was a new position uh, maybe it's a new relationship I, I, what maybe something changed and of course with change and here's the thing I, I think this is really important even with good change even if it was the greatest change change always involves some type of loss change always involves some type of leaving something behind and and you know what Maybe even tonight, and, and this is really my prayer, this is why I'm so excited about tonight, because the presence of God is here. Because even when we change, something changes for the better, sometimes we forget in, our, in the busyness of our lives to actually reflect upon what might have been lost in the process. You know something, there's one thing all of us in the room have in common tonight. All of us experience the change of a new community of faith. Every, every person, no matter where you came from, no matter where you came from previously worshiping, if this is your community of faith now, this community of faith has only existed for eight months or ten months now, ten months. So we all have that in common. Well, that's wonderful and it's beautiful. And I think, I, I was just telling Sean when we were walking in tonight, I was like, I love our church. I, I love this group of people. I love this community of faith. I love what God is doing. I love what God's going to do. And I, I do. And yet at the same time, we must face in some way, shape, or form that we did leave something in order to take part in something new and different. And, and if, if we don't properly navigate that change, then what will happen is we will look back at some point and say, wow, I never really mourned the loss of what was. And I think that's part of being human. That, that must be done. 
Even if it's a, uh, even if it's a promotion. Now, now you are promoted in your job and, and you're making more money and you have more influence and you have more opportunities. Yet, you know what? All that's good, but maybe you left behind your, the people that you previously supervised and, and in all the, all, the, all the excitement and moving on and the, the, th- the throwing the party for you to get that promotion and, and those employees and all, maybe there was not that, that proper reflection upon, wow, I, I, I do miss that. I won't go back to it, but I miss it. It was good. It was healthy. And, and reflecting on that with the Spirit of God. For others, um, it was a year that contained great happiness. You know, maybe it was a new boyfriend or uh, maybe it was a new child that came into the world, into your life. Maybe it was a prayer that was finally answered after years of praying that prayer. Maybe it was freedom from an addiction that you experienced for the first time this year. That brings about great joy and great excitement. Uh, for some, maybe it was a year of confusion. For some, and, and let's just, let's really dial this down. There's, there's 15 of us in the room. Let, let's really dial this down. For some, and for one or two of us in the room, maybe it was a year of confusion because the same prayer that you've been praying for the last two and a half years still was left unanswered this year. Um, listen, I, we don't need to fake our way through and act like we're not disappointed. Like, I've been praying the same thing for two and a half years, and God didn't come through this year. And, you know, I think that there are some veins of faith that would say, well, you just got to pick yourself up and trust that God is good and God's timing is perfect. And blah, 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 blah. Okay, I, 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 I kind of like mostly believe all that stuff, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I've been praying for two and a half years for something and it's still not answered. And therefore, let's be honest, it can lead and it does lead to some level of confusion. And it can lead to stress and it can lead to a crisis of faith. And, and I, I just don't think that we sh- you should allow someone to just tell you, well, that's, that's bad. That's not part of faith. That is part of faith. And, and maybe 2016 led to more of that. So maybe we press into that a little bit more. You know, maybe it, it was confusion because it's another ba- year of battling it out with your ex, or it's another year of struggling through that job that you hate. Or maybe it's another year of, God, why? Why am I still in this situation? Or why have I not found myself out of this situation? Or God, kind of like, maybe you've uttered this prayer before, but you know, have you ever uttered that, why, where the hell are you, God, prayer? And maybe you didn't utter it this year, but but some, the person sitting right next to you might have uttered it every other day. It's a fair prayer, by the way. So here's what happens. We come to a place of worship. Here we are. And we come to this, this place of worship. And this is what I love about this community, Sean. I mean, this is what we were talking about. I love it because here we are. We get to come here, and we can be, and you're free to be. You can be sad. You can be optimistic. You can be filled with joy. You can be confused. You can be questioning God. You can be concerned. You can be proud. You can be indifferent. You can be whatever it is. And here's the thing. In this community of faith, may we be and may we continue to grow to be a community of faith that can handle it with one another through the power of the Spirit of Christ that dwells within us because Jesus Christ can handle it. Christ can handle it. Christ can handle your questions. Christ can handle... Your frustration. God 
in God's amazing ability to be God can handle the fact that we sometimes doubt if God is good or if God is on our side or if God even exists. God can actually handle that. And I, I really do trust with all my heart that God will work with that in our lives to continue to mature us and to grow us and to form us and to shape us. So tonight, let's do this. Let's walk through a couple things together. Because we're a smorgasbord of people who have two things in common. At least two things. We have life in common. (laughs) We all have to go through it. And we have Christ in common. So in our time of reflection, here's how it works tonight. First, we're going to start with reflecting upon uh, 2016 in a way that maybe brings about lament. Lament is, there's, there's tons of lament through the Bible, through the scriptures. Actually, there's a whole book in the Bible about lamenting. It's called Lamentations, Lamentations, okay? That's, that's like this person, whoever this person is, who is literally putting on paper, and it's just this lifelong lament. And here's why I'm a fan of lamenting and, and lamenting or, 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 or praying our prayers, which sometimes could be prayers that are prayed from a place of being angry or confused or questioning. Jesus himself prayed a prayer like this. You might recall when Jesus was on the cross, do you know that Jesus actually cried out a prayer of lament? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So if you've ever prayed a prayer like Where the hell are you, God? Or what is wrong with you, God? Or why aren't you listening to me, God? You're in very good company because you're standing in the company of Jesus who prayed this very prayer. My God, my God, where have you gone? What have you done? Where are you hiding? What is wrong with you? Jesus prays a prayer like this, so I, you know, I don't think we're off limits for praying it. So in 2016, maybe it looks like this, and I, this is where I invite you now, and, and this is how we're going to walk through it. But I invite you to, to, to rest uh, in your seat there with your eyes closed, understanding that God is present. And I invite you to move through your year and just reflect upon where where has there been sadness? Where has there been a feeling of potential abandonment or um, just aggravation with God in a place that maybe you haven't, maybe you just haven't spoken to God about it. And maybe God would reveal it now and it's the beginning of doing business with God. Come, Holy Spirit.
Psalm 25, the psalmist says, Look toward me, God, and have pity on me. I am alone and I am afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart, God, and bring me out of this place of distress. Put an end to my affliction and to my suffering and take away my sins. And behold, God, look, my enemies, they are so many. And they hate me violently. But God, would you preserve my life? Would you rescue me? Let me not be put to shame. For I take refuge in you. You can either sing or you can reflect upon the things that the Spirit might be leading you in. Like we meditate through this song. And through the storm and the flood, though my dreams suffer harm, there's a rock that will not be moved. Though my eyes blur from tears and the cries burn my ears, there's a rock that will not be moved. Not be moved, not be moved. You're the rock that will not be moved. You'll see me through see me through you're the rock that will not be moved through the winds and the waves though my sweep us away there's a rock that will not be When our sorrows enlarge, it won't change who you are. You're the rock that will not be moved. Not be moved, not be moved. You're the rock that will not be moved. See me through. the storm, through the storm and the flood, though my dreams suffer harm, there's a rock that will not be moved, though my eyes blur from tears and the cries burn my ears, there's a rock that will not be You're the rock that will 
not be moved, not be moved. You're the rock that will not be moved. You'll see me through, you'll see me through. You're the rock that will not be So now, I think it's fitting that we would also reflect upon something or some things that we are truly grateful for. Because uh, no matter when we think all is lost, all is not lost. Um, and God is always, always moving in the, in the cracks and kind of ebbing and flowing and dancing about our life and so in 2016, what, what are some of the things that the Spirit of God would awaken your heart towards gratefulness for? And so, Lord, it, it, for some of us, this is super easy, and for our, others, this is really hard. And for the ones who it's easy for, then, Lord, I pray that, Spirit, you would, you would just rest on that and fill those with joy and gratitude. And, Lord, for those that where this is difficult, would you... Open our eyes to see where you have been moving and ebbing and flowing and creating in our lives. As part of this, I want to engage it as a community. So if if there's something that 2016 brought where the Spirit of God was just working in your life in a way that brings joy and gratefulness to you. I'm, I'm going to ask you just to sh say that out loud, whatever that might be. And uh, for me, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for God's faithfulness to our family in the midst of chaos and in the midst of change.
I'm just grateful for all that God's given me, all that he's taken away from me. <laughs> I'm grateful for all of the blessings in my life and all of the lessons in my life. <laughs> In Psalm 4, the psalmist says, Many say, Oh, that we might see better times. Oh, Lord, let the light of your countenance shine upon us. You put gladness into our hearts more than when grain and wine abound. As soon as we lie down, we fall peacefully asleep. For you alone, Lord, bring security to our dwelling. And so, Lord, may you continue to open our eyes and our hearts to the gifts that you bring into our lives. And Lord, even in the midst of pain, God, may hope not be lost, but may we see your loving hand 
at work as you continue to form and fashion us. As you continue to hold us. Thank you, Lord. And now I'd like to move to reflecting upon perhaps where you sense nothing happening. I think it's very important to reflect upon these areas where we just maybe flat out, flat out feel abandoned by God. It's that loved one who saps all of our energy and we keep praying and praying that they would be healed and it nothing happens where are you God it's that addiction that keeps kicking our our tail and, and we keep saying God I don't want this anymore uh, where are you God it's that child that keeps doing their own thing we keep praying and keep saying, where are you, God? I, what is it for you? I don't know, but I think it's important to acknowledge it and call it out before God. Um, we're not going to call this one out before the community of faith. But what is it? Holy Spirit, would you come and wherever there's that frustration, Lord, we want to acknowledge it so that you can be present in it. shepherd we will lack for no good thing for you take us to the pastures that are green you lead beside still waters to bring refreshing to our souls as you guide us in the paths and make us free lead on dark valley we will fear no evil thing you bring comfort in the presence of our foes you anoint our 
our heads with oil, goodness and mercy hunt us down as we dwell in your house forevermore. Lead on. Lead on. Lead on. Through the darkness It's a little fascinating because uh, rain <laughs> actually many times throughout the scripture represents the presence of the Spirit, represents the washing away, 
the old and the coming of the new. So I, I don't know what to do with that, but I find it fascinating that when we're reflecting upon where God has potentially let us down, then there's, there seems to be this faithfulness that God's like, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, remember, I think Jesus felt a little bit let down by God. My God, my God, where are you? Unless we forget, Jesus comes back from the dead three days after saying that. And there is brand new life. And so the final reflection is what questions are you living with right now? If you just saw yourself standing before God and you're just holding all your stuff, holding your angst, you're holding your excitement, you're holding your sadness, you're holding your pessimism, you're holding your frustration, you're holding your joy, you're holding it all. You're standing before God with all of your stuff. And maybe God looks at you and just says, Hey, so with all your stuff, what question are you living with? What, what are you asking? And then God says, You can ask anything because I'm not afraid of your questions. I'm just not afraid of your questions. So ask. No questions off limits. God, how's this going to end up? God, how am I going to make it through this? God, if we keep going down this path, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to believe in you anymore. Where does that leave us? What is the question? Holy Spirit, thank you for embracing us in the midst of our questions, in the midst of our good times, in the midst of our bad times, in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the triumph. Thank you for being steady. Thank you for not scolding us or hitting us with a stick or shaming us. 
or manipulating us. None of those things are good, and yet you are goodness in the flesh. You are goodness through and through, and so we thank you. May we know more of you. And Lord, we ask that you would hold our question with respect. Lord, that you, we thank you for holding it with respect and we thank you for honoring our questions. And Lord, we look with eyes wide open to ways that you might want to reveal yourself in the midst of it. sing one more song together then we're going to share communion so don't move during this song let's just reflect on it and then I'll walk us through communion in a moment
life is springing up from the soul ground. Out of chaos, life is being found in you. Oh, in you. Thank you, Lord. So we share communion together at our uh, our home built table we bring all of our stuff everything that makes up the year and let's just uh, let's just bring it let's bring it to the table and let's let's remember that Jesus is present with us he's present he's present the spirit of god is present god as father is present here this is not just break bread dip it in juice and Call it a night, but this is when Jesus said, when you do this, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Paul said, listen, when you do this, understand that the presence of God is, is with you. It's real. It's tangible. It's experiential. And so as we sing this next song, Jesus, make yourself present. Lord, may this be the beginning of a new and beautiful year of us cooperating with what you're doing in our lives. As we do this, as we share this together, we sing this, this anthem of sorts, I, I will follow you. I'll, I'll follow you. Come hell or high water, come chaos, come crap, come good times, come blessings that I just don't even know what to do with. Come all of it, I follow you. Come, Holy Spirit. Why don't we stand and I just invite you to come around the table as you want to as we move into this. Just as you're ready, you can make your way to the communion table if you would like to.
your song sheet is a responsive reading. Candace, would you lead us in that? <coughs> we have the bold part. Candace has the not bold part. Hold on, let people open their phones. I see that we're, we're opening our phones. If you don't have a sheet, it's on there. I'm almost there. Almost. Everybody got it? I don't. I'm there. All right. We're ready. God, for your help, we have come here. To the end of another year. Some bearing smiles. Others bearing scars. We reflect upon your goodness now. Your constant presence. Your unfailing love. Your kind regard. We accept. We accept. We accept. We accept. Sort us where we are confused. Open us where we are shut down. For all the ways you've revolutionized our hearts and minds this year. We give thanks. For the improvements you've made in our 
We give thanks. For challenges tackled and trials endured. We give thanks. For disappointments that have reoriented us. We give thanks. For pain that has disciplined us. We give thanks. For love that has soothed us. We give thanks. We give thanks. And now, church, may the Lord God, who is rich in mercy, who is more loving than we can possibly comprehend, who is more able to journey through our questions and concerns than we could ever imagine, may this good and beautiful God cause His face to shine upon you. May the Lord fill you with peace. May the Lord be compassionate towards you. And may you experience the beauty and the goodness and the mercy of this amazing mystery that we call God. May the Lord open your eyes this week to where all the places where the Spirit is at work in your life and in the lives of those that you come into contact with. And may you breathe the life and breath of Christ out wherever you go. Pray all these things in the name of God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.